Welcome to the Find Your Best Future podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Best Future podcast. Um, I feel, I feel, Jeremy, you're looking very um, theatrical today. Very uh, um, thespian, I think, is the word uh, I'm searching for. Um, uh, and that must mean one thing and one thing only. It does indeed. Uh, we are going to be recording an episode uh, looking at the theatre. It's, it's part of our oh. group, group of arts episodes, which will also in the future cover music, film, dance and art. But today right. it's the theatre. And you're, of course, a, an English literature man, if I remember rightly. So it's dear to your heart, I would imagine. It is indeed. Neil, if music be the food of love, play on. Um, I think that was um, Act 1, Scene 1 of uh, Twelfth Night, is that right? Absolutely correct. Well done, Neil. We're we're going to make a thespian of you yet. Oh, you are indeed. (laughs) So let's see what we can do with... I think it's generally called theatre studies, isn't it? Yes. So let's uh, drill into just studying theatre. First of all, you know, what it, what is theatre, theatre studies? Ah, if only we could answer that, Neil. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. This, wow. of course, is from Shakespeare's play, As You Like It, Act 2, Scene 7, if you want to go and look it up. Um, yes, I just thought I'd throw that in. Um, well, theatre, of course, has a very long and important tradition dating back to the ancient Greeks or possibly even further. But um, something that, that tends to get lost is that nowadays we have such a plethora of entertainment available at okay. our fingertips on our phones usually. Uh, but until the 19th century, the majority of people could not read. And this meant that um, Books, of course, were, were very valuable because the printing press was only invented sort of three or four hundred years ago. Sure. And so theatre was a, a very welcome and much-loved form of entertainment. Groups of players would travel around the country and perform for local people, often performing outdoors in the marketplaces um, because there was no electricity and no lighting available, of course. And therefore, the theatre would take place during daylight hours. And nowadays, people tend to go to the theatre in the evening. But uh, despite the advent of films and television and streaming, the theatre has maintained a fascination for millions of people worldwide. Um, Theatre embraces everything from New York's Broadway, London's West End, to just a group of amateurs in the local village hall. It it offers the opportunity to find fame and fortune for a few. Um, At the other end of the scale, of course, it's just a very sociable and fun activity for amateurs. I think also, um, you know... It uh, gives you an awful lot of transferable skills, and maybe we'll get back to that later. Mm. Uh, you know, when you study theatre, uh, okay, you know, there's a, a, a traditional route that you could follow, but it also uh, uh, gives you a skill set that's useful in other contexts as well, doesn't it? It does, yes. Um, a, a very large uh, array of skills are needed if you're going to be successful in the in the theatre business. So we talk about theatre and mentioned that there are a wide range of skills. What do I actually study if I take a theatre course? What, what are we uh-huh. talking about? 
That's an excellent question, uh, because people have an idea what a theatre is, but they probably don't know what you actually study if you choose to go to university or college. But I think probably the first thing to point out is that people get confused between theatre and acting. Right. Um, acting is a very specific profession, whereas theatre encompasses a very broad range of possibilities, as we are about to discover. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, it's really important to understand that... that uh, uh, that distinction, doesn't it? Because it, yes. uh, if you study theatre, it doesn't mean you're going to become an actor automatically. You could well become, I don't know, a, a, a designer or a, a manager of, uh, of, uh, of events or those kind of things. Um, I think it's important also that, uh, you know, we look at um, the courses that are offered. Often they're offered uh, in combination, aren't they? Theatre yeah. and... Yes, I mean, those are fairly obvious combinations like theatre and literature, theatre and film, theatre and production, theatre and choreography, theatre and acting even, um, theatre and business, um, theatre and IT. Now, there's an unusual mix. This is, mm. by the way, the University of Malta. I came across right. this last year. One of my students was interested in taking this course. That's and, an interesting course. Yeah, and I, I was actually quite surprised because I hadn't actually expected to see that. I mean, the other no, but if you like... think of um, some of the more modern uh, productions that I've enjoyed, um, uh, you know, you can see how that that uh, uh, those two worlds collide. Yes, you can. Uh, I mean, when when you think the whole backstage setup is is very high tech now in in a yeah. theatre, yeah, indeed, indeed. Wow! So there's a whole range of different things on offer there. Um, you know. Uh, Different programs, different things. How do you how do you decide? Well, in the usual way, of course, uh, you have to go and look on the university websites and figure out what you actually do. You know, year one, year two, year three, and ask yourself the question: Is this what you want? You also have to um, figure out like which areas you want you want to focus on. You want to do theatre right. and design, theatre and technology, stage management, and so on. Uh, most theatre programs will introduce you to or give you the opportunity to study quite a large selection of modules. Right, indeed. Okay, so let's dig into an example now. Um, uh, I think, um, you know, uh, have you got somewhere that you can you can focus in on? Yes, I, I had a look at Brunel University. It's in the West London. And my mum used to work there. Really? That's a good choice yeah, then. She yes, did. so She was there for, I don't know, eight years. Yeah, good university. Uh, yeah, Brunel, so it, yeah, it was... it's, it, it's actually uh, very close to where my son lives. This is a family podcast here. Yeah, Neil. exactly. My yes. goodness me. Yes. Okay, so Brunel, do they offer theatre, do they? They do indeed, yeah. So in year one, you'll be doing the, the usual things like uh, ensemble production, physical theatre, dance, acting, essential skills, applied drama, digital and technical theatre, and so on. And then right. in year... In year two, they give you a list of optional modules and you have to pick some of those like critical developments of physical theatre, musical theatre. Um, then they had things like performance and embodiment, writing as well, experiments in language for performance because, okay. of course, the scripts need to be written. And, and then in year three, again, you'd have some core modules, like your final production, where you'd actually have to produce a play and, okay. and have some sort of written task and written dissertation to 
um, submit for your degree. And then you have a lot of optional modules um, offered during year three. Chaucer to Shakespeare was one, violence, Victorian literature and culture, the horror film, gender and sexuality, anti-racism and performance, creative industries and labor practices. There's a wow. long, long list. Of course, you don't have but to study totally all of them. Very broad, right? Very broad, yes. Um, really and, very interesting. I hadn't really thought of it in those terms. Um, and I guess a course that uh, requires a, a, a significant time investment uh, um, if you, you're going to take it on. I guess uh, you need to be really deeply involved in, in the course uh, in order to get the most out of it. I think it's the sort of course where you really have to have a, a, a genuine and deep-rooted passion for theatre. Right. It's not just you go and study a random academic subject. You really no, have to invest yourself in the whole concept of theatre. You have to live theatre. Otherwise, first of all, you're not going to enjoy the course, and secondly, you won't be successful in it. Indeed, and and I think you know what we said earlier is really important. You don't need to think of it solely in terms of being an actor. You know, when I was at school, I, I was um, I was in charge of the sound department of our school theatre, um, and um, I loved it. You know, it was just amazing all of the, all of that technical side. And I used to work with another guy who did the lighting, uh, incredibly exciting. And he actually went on to be a lighting designer, not in theatre, but actually for um, architectural buildings in in Dubai and Malaysia and made a lot more money than I did uh, uh, doing it. Um, uh, so there's a, there's a range of um, routes that you can take. Yes, you, you can sort of dig in and look at specialist niche areas, as you've just been talking about. Um, I mean, the first and obvious one is script writing. Uh, right. And then, of course, costume design. A lot of people uh, like to go in this direction. And then, of course, there's all the techie stuff that you just mentioned, lighting, set design, sound technician. And, of course, you could become an actor or an actress as well. But if you think about a theatre play, I mean, how many people are actually on stage? Basically, it's a small number of actors and actresses. But backstage, there's a very large number of people working to actually make this happen. And that's where most of the jobs are. Yes. Um, and, you know, I mentioned earlier about the transferable skills side of this, because, um, you know, when you look at the range of courses that you can take and the range of activities that are involved in from scripting, writing, all of those things, I guess there are a huge range of, of transferable skills that could take you in a different direction if you chose not to work in theatre. Yes, uh, because if you are going to study theatre, you're going to have to uh, you know, hone up your communication organisational skills in particular. Uh, and these are clearly useful in many, many different careers, um, but also the ability to concentrate, to listen introspectively, observation skills, problem-solving skills, critical thinking skills, collaborative project working and teamwork skills, and working under pressure to deadlines because, of course, uh, the curtain's going to go up on the play on a certain day, a certain time, and you have to be ready. Um, yeah. So you, you sometimes have to maintain your composure in quite trying and difficult circumstances. And, and you know, while we all dream of being um, Tom Cruise, there is only one Tom Cruise. Um, uh, you know, uh, 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 what kind of jobs... Uh, 
does uh, studying a theatre lead to? Well, in case you don't become a, a famous actor, um, clearly there are a lot of other uh, jobs. Carpenter is actually a very important job because right. stage Indeed. sets have to be built, electricians, hair, makeup, managing, uh, fundraisers, uh, librarians, business managers, artists, agents, directors, producers, set designers, drama therapists, marketers. Yeah, the list is just enormous. It just it? goes, it on, goes and on, on and on and on. And yeah. I think the other thing to say is that, you know, when you've learned all of these things in, in, in theatre context, it's very transferable to television, film, uh, YouTube, video production, you name it, um, in today's world. These skills um, uh, are very transferable in, in, in media in general terms. And, and, and also sort of looking away from the sort of the confines of, of, of the creative industry of theatre, film, etc., it could be that you, you want to use these skills uh, in, in a, a broader sense in, in other right. industries. Like and tourism, ideas for that? Well, tourism industry, advertising art director, community workers, concept artists, event managers, marketing executives, public relations officers. There's right. a lot of things. You forgot you the can... other one. Obviously, a wonderful career as uh, a drama podcast. teacher, a theatre teacher. No, 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 thought, no, teacher. I thought you were going to say pod podcaster. Um, you could become I don't, a podcaster. Podcast, of course, uh, you know. <laughs> um, I don't think the niche is open anymore with us two uh, operating in that realm. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, um, uh, drama teachers... Yes. Um, incredibly interesting job uh, in theatres uh, uh, across uh, the world in international schools where you and I work and, and onwards. So there are lots of different opportunities uh, for, for following your creative passions in, in different ways and different realms. Or you could go and uh, work in, in a university or uh, as a lecturer, drama lecturer, yep. as a theatre lecturer. So studying theatre sounds uh, really exciting, especially if you're passionate about this realm and an area or one of the specific niches. Um, but how do you go about applying for theatre? It seems like one of these um, courses where it's important to select the right location, even the right course um, for your passion. I think you, you need to set yourself some priorities, really. As you indicated, what type of course do you want? Do you want a short course, maybe a one-year diploma course, or do you want to go for a full three-year bachelor degree? And you, you need to have some ideas about where your future career goals lie, although, of course, you may change your mind as uh, opportunities open up to you during your, your degree course. Okay. And do you have any sort of recommendations uh, in this area? Um, I think that you, you need to think about, do you want to be specifically in, in the whole theatre? Do you want to be backstage? Do you want to be actor, actress? I mean, we, we just flagged up a few of the possible career yeah. areas, but um, probably a good starting point uh, is to go and have a look in detail at uh, the course content of a bachelor degree and realise okay. and understand just how extensive the options are. And then just look through these and think, oh yes, I would really like to uh, specialize in that particular option. And it varies enormously country to country. Let's go on a sort of quick global tour, if you're okay, and sort of look at the main sort of countries uh, uh, place by place. Um, 
in the UK, theatre studies has a has a significant role to play in many universities, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, there, there are basically two main routes that you can apply through. Um, we, we've done a, an episode on this UCAS, it's a centralized yeah. system, and you apply to theatre studies as you would to any other bachelor degree. Or you can apply through something called UCAS Conservatoires. Uh, right. We will be making a separate podcast episode on this in the future. Um, so there's a sort of a, a twin track approach here. Or right. a third, a third uh, option would be to apply directly to private theatre schools. Indeed. And, and can you give us sort of a quick idea of the kind of places we're looking at uh, as a starting point? Yeah, of course, there are many, many, because uh, Britain has a long history of theatre. There's the Rosebrew yeah. for Drama School, University of Creative Arts, both in London, the University of Essex, Warwick, the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, University of Exeter, University of West of London. Uh, there's just lots there for you yeah. to choose from. And I think it's, it's really important to stress what you said. The UK um, you know, does have a deep history in this area. Um, it has a huge amount of expertise, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, and, um, and many of the world's best uh, theatres, but also in terms of the technical side of, of all of those things, you, you're in safe hands if you were to uh, uh, study this area in the UK, aren't you? I think uh, if you're listening to this and you're from outside the UK, you're thinking about which country to go to, uh, you should certainly seriously consider applying to the UK for theatre studies. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Um, let's move across the pond, as you like to say, um, to the USA. Um, uh, America, too, has a, a deep tradition as the bells ring in the background in Vienna. Yes, it's seven o'clock in the evening here and the bells are chiming. Church, church, there's, there's a very nice church just across the back from where I live. That's a um, wonderful, a, a dramatic, uh, you know, sort of background for yes. uh, for the podcast. Anyway, USA. Yes, the the bells ringing, of course, are particularly appropriate. You know, hear it not, <laughs> Duncan, for it is a knell that summons thee to heaven or to hell. Sorry, oh, that's me again. It's a quote me. from Mac, quote from Macbeth, by the way. Yes, one of my favourite yeah. plays. Yes, mine too. Um, USA, come on, stay, okay. stay on target. Back on, back on track. USA, of course, big country, uh, famous theatre scene in New York particularly and other cities as well. Um, you can you apply, apply? You can apply through the Common App or you can apply direct to a, an individual uh, theatre school or university. And if you were to throw out some ideas of places that, that sort of come to mind, what would they be? Well, the Juilliard, Juilliard School, of course, in New York. Of course. Uh, California Institute of Arts, Carnegie Mellon, uh, Loyola Marymount, UC Irvine, uh, American Musical and Dramatic Academy, also in New York, DePaul in Chicago, SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. Right. Um, the American Conservatory Theatre in California, and there's just lots and lots. I mean, it's a huge sure. country with a lot of opportunity there for you. Something, okay, that, something, that, something that I would like to point out is that if you are going to apply um, for theatre, you'll almost certainly be required to do an audition. So right. watch out for that. Yes, and, um, you know, I've noticed... Uh... You know, um, I was looking around in Scandinavia and there are some some sort of on the technical side of, of theatre, there are options in, in Scandinavia and they want you to, to you know, sort of share 
Um, you know, if it was lighting design, they want you to share your expertise or sound design. Uh, they'll want to share uh, in your uh, uh, understanding of what that is. And so either an audition or a portfolio, I guess, or, or something is pretty much universally required. Yes, it is. Uh, and I think that you should obviously uh, spend some time thinking about this and preparing yourself for an audition. Right. And moving north to Canada? Canada, yeah. Um, again, the application process in the province of Quebec, there's of course a centralized uh, process, the OUAC. And the other provinces, you'll just apply directly to the individual university or college. Right. And are there standout universities in this realm? Well, you're very fortunate, Neil, because I know that you are sitting there in Vancouver. There's a couple in Vancouver. Perhaps you could pop right. around and see a play after we finish this. Sure. Um, Capilano, of course. Uh, uh, Capilano of is like, um, I don't know, uh, a 10-minute walk from where I am right now. So probably go. head down there. I think you should where check else? out and see what they're offering. Langara College, also in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, Simon Fraser, again, that's in also. Vancouver. Uh, the Canadian College of Performing Arts in Victoria, oh, which is just across beautiful, on the beautiful island place, there. Victoria. Gorgeous. Fabulous place. I remember going to visit there. Um, oh, the National, National Theatre School in Canada is in Montreal, so you might want to uh, fly there, not walk. It's quite a long way. <laughs> it's uh, a long University of British Columbia, again, that's in Vancouver. Very handy for you. Um, yeah. Humber College, Toronto. Oh. Uh, U of T or University of Toronto, University of Alberta. Right, okay. Just, there are many, many uh, opportunities sure. in Canada. Okay, great. And, and um, yeah, Canada, you know, obviously part of that world of theatre and uh, all of those things as well. Um, uh, you know, I think the options are broad, aren't they? And the opportunities are, are also broad. And... Um, you know, studying theatre doesn't mean necessarily that you will just be in theatres, uh, uh, as we discussed earlier. Yes, it gives you uh, an excellent training and hones a lot of skills which you will find useful for yeah, a wide variety of future professions. So, Jeremy, I can feel some top tips coming on. Uh, uh, my favourite part of every podcast uh, are the Jeremy uh, top tips. Um, can you give us a few? You're not mistaken, Neil. Here comes a top tip. Check out what is, what is on offer in your own country. Uh, right. There is sure to be something uh, worthwhile for you to have a look at. Um, okay. But when you are sort of shopping around, you need to obviously decide which country you want to study in and look at the entry requirements at the universities. There's usually some basic academic requirement, but as we mentioned before, the audition will be the, the critical factor. Okay. Um, look carefully at the course content. We discussed this earlier on in this episode. And look at the location of the university. Is it in, in a big city, a smaller place, because you actually have to go and live there? Um, yeah. Percentage of graduating students employed within six oh, that's months. Particularly important, I guess, in, in this realm. Yeah? It is because a, a lot of people who want to become budding actors and actresses end up uh, waiting tables and washing dishes in between jobs. They do. <laughs> uh, yeah. They do. Um, so, and then, of course, finally, you need to make your application. Right, indeed. And and cost, I guess it's one of those um, <laughs> how long is a piece of string conversations. Theatre, I guess, uh, ranges from um, uh, probably free somewhere 
through to um, extraordinarily expensive. You mentioned University of Malta uh, earlier. Uh, those courses are, at least for a use assistance, free through to some of the US uh, locations that will be high cost. Is that right? That's absolutely right, Neil. Yes, uh, it's the usual answer. You can pay a lot of money or a little money. It just depends where you want to go. Okay. And, um, you know, any and finally advice for for people who are uh, thinking of um, moving towards this realm? Yes, you need to be creative. You need to be passionate about theatre. You you need to be prepared to work in a tough and competitive field. Incredibly competitive, right? And be flexible. And requires huge amounts of time and commitment. Yeah, it's not just about being the next Angel Washington or Natalie Portman. You are far more likely to be working backstage than actually on the stage itself. Right, indeed. And uh, uh, I can feel a, a, a quote coming on right now. You can see it in your eyes here. <sighs> I um, know. Is there, is there something that you're going to finish us off with? Well, I think that um, I can't really put this ending into words to match those of the great bard Shakespeare. So I think we okay. should just maybe give us a Shakespeare quote. Off you go. If we shadows have offended, think but this and all is mended, that you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear. And this weak and idle theme, no more yielding but a dream. Gentles, do not reprehend. If you pardon, we will mend. Now, Neil, here's a question for you. Where is this quote from? Um, you're stretching mm. me. I believe that it sounds like Midsummer Night's Dream. Excellent. It's the ending of Midsummer Night's Dream, and the lines were spoken by Puck. Thank you so much for your time today and your wise wisdom and even your quote today. Um, I can see that uh, uh, somewhere in your past uh, there was a dream of theatre studies that... Uh, uh, didn't materialise? Uh, not so much theatre studies, although I did do quite a bit of sort of just amateur acting in, of various types down the years. Oh my goodness me, I don't think we should go there at all. Have a lovely <laughs> evening. Uh, Thank you very Jeremy. much. Um, nice to see you and uh, speak again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.